0: Hello, and you're listening to Volume 11 of the Strange Groups podcast. I'm Cherise Letson. I'm Kate Milbay. and you're listening to a very special episode tonight. We have a room full of people. Applause! 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 Yay! Uh, yeah, we're hosting tonight our first pop-up record expo record night event, and yeah, we uh, want to introduce everyone. So we'll start with the person to my left.
1: Hi,
2: my name is Mike Aspen. <laughs> here to take photos. Someday produce. Do you like music? Music's okay. I like the Beach Boys. (laughs) I'm on Brian Wilson's side.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's all. That's about it. His dad screwed him up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I still
2: love that guy. Anyway. Hi, Paige.
3: Hi. uh, My name is Paige Bridget. I don't know. (laughs) thank thank you for coming thank you for thank you for making our logo (laughs) thank you for
0: making all of our graphics all the time and making yeah page is our designer our basic (laughs) entity of being thank you for that shows all our like branding you're awesome thank you very much appreciated
2: uh i am kyle wanamaker um my favorite music is uh artists such as from ashes to new hundredth a lot of hardcore bands um, kill switch engaged, stuff like
4: that. Um, yeah, Sweet.
0: pretty boring,
4: but right on. not uh, boring. That's cool. Chuck Healy. I'm. I'm. My music. teeth uh, it's it's all over the map. I'm. Um, since I was a little kid, I was drawn to music. AM radio was where it started, and just it's been growing ever since. <laughs> uh, Cory Uh Supposed to say what music I like.
0: Yeah, we can do that uh, for whatever you, you want. want. Everybody's got something to I work at a record
5: store, so it's like it changes from week to week, it seems. So I don't know. We're
0: very stoked to have you,
1: though. Thank you. Thank for you, you for coming. Uh, my name is Peter Rowan, and I've been uh, like a lifetime, same as Chuck, kind of a lifetime consumer of music of all sorts and different times in my life, different things. I, too, remember AM radio. I can remember as a kid. Sometimes you'd get, we could get a Detroit rock station in, because the weather would be in a certain way, and you get a bounce, and you'd get a, and, you'd, and it was, you know, it was specifically a Detroit station, and it was really, uh, really pretty impressive. So yeah, I've, I've always, music's been always been a big, big part of my life, and vinyl's kind of like a pretty cool way to deliver it.
0: Absolutely. Well, thank you everybody for coming tonight. We really, really, really appreciate it. And that's kind of what this is. This is what we've kind of been waiting for with all like 11, 12 weeks that we've been rolling with it is getting people together. So not just that like spending nights at five and ten, but actually in a place eating snacks after work, something you don't have to like pay money for. That's kind of been the the idea of it. Um, so we're really stoked that everybody came tonight. Thank you. Thank you, Chuck, for bringing records. Oh, <laughs> yes. yes, everybody's just been like, through your collection. Yeah. yeah. What did you pick up?
1: Uh, I was determined to come to... I was going to take a rec- record home tonight. Uh, and I, as I said earlier, I, I've gone through several record collections in my life, and I've, go, I've had hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, and now I have, like, 20. Uh, but I was determined I wanted to get something, and I'm a big fan of ELO, and this is a good collection, uh, although it is missing the happiest song in the world, but it's still got some real killers on it, so I'm looking forward to going home and speaking that tonight. Yeah, that's awesome. And thanks to Chuck for bringing. Yeah, you
0: brought some back. gems today Yeah, there's that some was... gems. We tussled. Oh, we there's almost. I, Kate and I almost strange glad. You're, lucky, broke that, up. That was you're <laughs> lucky that that's a that's a strange Grooves collection record. <laughs> <laughs> just like just like the one that's on. They're all there's right. collection records that we 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 buy and we cool. borrow and we merge around. Yeah, so that was a bad company <clears throat> greatest hits record. Yeah. 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 Also picked up the Stampeders Against the Grain some two judy collins records so yeah and oh, like so you just wanted to part with these that was well like... i no, well,
4: it had some well they weren't duplicates i had some greatest hits when they had all my favorite songs right on, so I, I thought, i'm trying to downsize a bit because i had elwood's wood lab uh build shelving for oh, me it's so nice. it, yeah. Yeah. oh god it's and so, it's so it nice yeah yeah and um and i thought it was going to be like last me about two years before i fill it and uh-huh. before he knows so i'm a Big consumer at his store. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's uh, like I have uh, a job. It's kind of full now, so maybe
1: makes a little room to buy a new one from Corey. Yeah. I I used to know this guy who was like worked for CBS Records and was a crazy, 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 crazy record collector. He had like five thousand albums, and he moved all the time. And he built these portable he built these portable units. The only problem was is that he built them. A to hold 150 records, which is a lot of records. <laughs> and yeah. he used three-quarter inch plywood, uh, and they were like basically each one was like that's way crazy. like really close to 100 pounds. And like if yeah. you just yeah. done 100 and used a half inch, or anyways, even but 100 it, would be a
5: lot. Like yeah. I've uh, helped board with shows uh, yeah. and using milk crates, and uh, like you bring 10 crates uh, to a yeah, record no. show, it's like, uh, no. No, well,
0: like
1: no, yeah, yeah, yeah that's it's it's I always opinion. laugh when when you're on the, you know, like the vinyl is such a it's so it's so appealing and it's so sexy and it's got a great tactile. You know, everybody loves the records. But then when you're on tour or you're carrying and you're carrying boxes of records that weigh, as you know, yeah, like seventy-five, you know, fifty yeah. pounds for for a box mm. of records. You're like, why are we carrying these See, stupid things? I around? have the
5: opposite thing because of touring. It's like loading up a truck every night. It's like the idea of moving records is nothing. <laughs> <I suppose> to, <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. I don't have to like uh, yeah. load into a venue and then put it back in a vehicle and then yeah, do, do it, it again
4: the next day. But you know what's a fun thing? I think um, for you and I in particular, Peter, we're a little older and everybody else in the room. Um, first, first LP bot and first forty-five bot Yeah. Do you seven. remember?
1: What I yeah, actually I do. Okay, I do my my first, and I'm I'm semi proud of them actually. Uh, the the very first single I bought was, um, "War" by Edwin Starr. Oh, I love that. And the very first album I bought was Grand Funk, were an American band. Nice. Oh yeah. Oh, nice. So those are uh, like I remember where I bought them. I bought the Grand Funk record in a in a store in Bangor, yeah. and there was like I how think old? Uh, how old was I? Yeah. I mean, Grant the Grand Funk record just came out. Maybe like twelve or thirteen. Something like that, yeah. like something like that. My, I, I had a brother nine years older than me. My brother Don, who listened to music, so I grew up, you know, sort of around music. But you know, that first investment. Uh, but yeah, the War Edwin Starr. I was really mm. pretty pleased with that one. I love that one.
4: Mine were both both the single and the album were both Alice Cooper. <laughs> nice. 35 was no more, Mr. Nice Guy. Yeah. And the LP was Schools Out. Oh, and yeah. that, that one it was made like a desk, you know, it opened up yeah, like a yeah, desk, yeah. and it had little fold up things. Didn't under have the two. But okay. I but I got them. Yeah, you. but you, you're you. in Canada. <laughs> <See? laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. That's yeah, why so i ended up getting had. a version yeah. from you that came in. I mean, it's pretty messed up, but it, it was the original that <laughs> yeah. had the panties in it. That's a good find.
0: That's a good find. That yeah. is a good find. That's actually yeah. something I want.
1: You you have an older you got an older brother too, right? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, to me, it's correct. And do do you as well? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's, it's probably having an well, older sisters were
4: more it, influenced it, me
5: on the music than my brothers. Oh, interesting. Brother was. Yeah. Well, For for me, what influenced a lot of my music was it was actually from skateboarding. Right. Because like I could when I got into skateboarding, it's like you'd watch a skate video, and it was every every company had its own aesthetic. My first time hearing ELO was in a skate video. Right. So like, you know, you could have like classic rock, psych rock, hardcore, metal. And I was hearing everything, all of that, all at once. Because twisted because, metal three. That,
0: yeah. <laughs> that was the
2: same thing for me. Skateboarding. Like I grew yeah. up skateboarding, and skateboarding yeah. for like twelve years. Yeah. And, and it, like it was like from like the arcade fire to like anything like metal. Yeah. Heavy metal. So. Yeah, because like yeah.
5: For, for skateboarding, it's like a weird thing where like a lot of the the people that do it, they come from totally different backgrounds. Their only yeah. common thing is that they skateboard. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like. Yeah. They're totally just, different at, on on multiple angles. So it's like you know, they would get into...
4: But I think a skateboarding, sports. too, well, there's some of that music I like, too, over the years, too, is, is really that faster, like, Blinkman 82, whatever, I don't know, you know... See, it, I don't associate... The fast, don't. What do you call that kind well, of... Well, like, punk and hardcore. Yeah, yeah, but it's... It's, like, Dead yeah. Kennedys and yeah. stuff
5: like that. I, like, that's the first time I would have
1: heard that band. Yeah. Like, it's the first time... I'm, like, But it, it is interesting how the skateboarding, how that, how that uh, you know, how that sort of uh, uh, scene... Like, like you said, because like everybody everybody was kind of different, but they were all they all shared the skateboarding experience. But like so many people got introduced to all sorts of different bands through that. Oh, but, for
2: sure. I find know. it was more of like indie rock, yeah. slash sort of rap. Yeah. You know, in, into skateboarding. Like well, I think
5: it, it. Yeah. For well, like it also depended. Like, I had the benefit too. My brother is, like five years older than me, so I got opened up into. I kind of got past, like, the, the typical things you'd get into at, at your own age. It's like, I grew up five years older than myself, yeah, yeah, because, was, you know, yeah, yeah. so I was just like, whatever he listened to is what I would listen to, so it's like...
1: But I, I think the skateboarding scene also, like, a lot of bands, a lot of people who were musicians discovered their love of music through skateboarding and then discovered people yeah. to play with, and so, you know, a lot that that was certainly... You know, I know lots of bands who. What was kind of the first thing they did almost before they jammed was that this, you know, a couple people skated together. And, you know, yeah. They well, my music. first
5: in my first band, like our drum, my the first drummer, I had it was like we skated. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. And then the other person was my cousin. Right.
4: <laughs> you know where there was a lot of exposure of that type of music too was was, uh, gaming like Xbox and yeah. all those yeah, yeah. games that have really cool, um, that type of punk style music in the game. While you're playing
1: it. Like in the business side of, uh, of it, I mean, where as radio's declined and as there's fewer and fewer opportunities, that's how bands do get introduced is right. through, you know, like through, you know, getting getting placed on a skateboard video or... Yeah. or there or, is a or
0: direct correlation, too, the bands work for. Oh, right, <laughs> sure. yeah, 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 yeah,
1: big yeah. marketing, yeah, yeah, totally, yeah. yeah.
0: As, as it went on, right, it was yeah. like the, it kind of was like a branding thing, too.
5: Yeah, well, that was like, f- to me, that's more like the pop punk, like I specific think that, that's to. I like, a lot of
0: confusion, over, like, kind of changes it though, right? Is that uh, it's like playing like Fans World Tour, things like that, rather than being in like uh, a Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3, because like right. those soundtracks oh, are yeah, awesome. Yeah, But Yeah, like, had those there, right? yeah <laughs> the- I, I learned a lot of like music that wasn't really available. Yet, unless I went and looked for it later after seeing that it was on there, mm. which is kind of fun.
2: I find like music was like a huge influence. I mean, back to skateboarding, but on skateboarding, like for me, because like you'd listen to any track, put the headphones in your ear, and just skate down the street, and like you were just bumping, you're ready to like, you know, kick off the curb, whatever you're, doing, you know yeah. what I mean? Like you just, just amps you up. You yeah, know? Like, well, yeah. I think it's just like a huge influence on the sport, but yeah. music itself. Is oh, yeah, just, like, that's when I so good.
5: I got like, I remember that was the first time I had an MP3 player and I could fit like three zones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, or weird. like a Discman. Disc you yes. put the Discman in your I didn't walk. fuck with but, that. Uh, or,
1: I laugh so much sweaters. when. like <laughs> when like you, when, when you look at a Discman now, it's sort of like when you look at the, at, at the, at the, at the comparable technology. And I remember getting a Discman, and, and it feels like if you put a Discman on now, it feels exactly <laughs> like you're strapping a turntable. Like, like it really
0: does feel yeah. like, I you wore know, like I the green army, army pants from Roy's in high school. Yeah, and, course, I, and I carried four or five albums in this cargo uh, pocket. Yeah, and yes. I absolutely, but Led Biscuit was in there.
1: Did you hear that? Did you hear what he said? No. He said that Led Biscuit was in
0: there. Yeah, maybe. There's so Papa yeah. Roach. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. I still remember yeah, him. Oh. <laughs> he knew Apple was sick.
4: Like, he kind of died. Is he, they're at Is last he still what? recording? What? It? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, and they just they've been doing rock and roll for years. <laughs> okay. And they still do But it's funny you brought up disco. I am so. I'm what Markers called an early adopter. So as I mentioned, I was into music at a really young age. So once I started buying stuff and, you know, getting allowance from my mom and then got a job at early teen kind of thing. So I started out with... It was on vinyl first, then cassettes, or actually 8-track, I guess. I, was, I had 8-tracks, cassettes, then, you know, along came uh, CDs, so I got, you know, I, I still kept all my records, but I wasn't really playing them, because I just, I thought new new technology is going to be better. Then I got mini-disc, which some in the room oh may not God, even have heard of, so I oh bought a mini-disc. <laughs> I had a mini-discman. <laughs> yeah. A mini-discman, oh and God. I had a mini-disc compact thing in my yeah, in my this, house. like that. And I if anybody remember. remembers The Matrix, the movie The Matrix. Yeah. I think Sony tried to, they had pl- product placement and that okay. and thought it was going to help take off. Because that was the, at the door scene when Follow the Rabbit, when, when they knocked on the door and they asked Neo to, you know, uh, he, he, they came for the pr- drug of the day and, and he handed a mini disc. That was the <laughs> drug, whatever was in there. <laughs> so I was all into that and I, so I had a bunch of mini discs too. And which you didn't have? They, I, I don't remember now what I had, but I, I wouldn't say a whole lot, but I'm talking about be. 15, 20. Didn't have that. <laughs> Did you that <laughs> CD though? Did, but you was ever, the, but did you ever get real, real tape? I, that I didn't do. Right. I didn't do. I had friends who had it, but that's probably the only genre of music that I didn't do. I maybe I guess it's LaserDisc, LaserDisc. LaserDisc was only movies, wasn't music. Yeah, was that it was just. Yeah. yeah. So, I think they did. Show so probably it. real to real is the only thing I didn't do, and I've heard that good things about that. But now here, full circle, um, all the CDs are gone. You know, I have no yeah. d- no 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 cassettes or anything like that. I've, I'm re re-bu- Been rebuying. Now I'm up to probably eleven 1, hundred records right. ah. mm-hmm. um, back to back to where it was which is a lot better sound too I, I, I
1: find it interesting that cassettes <laughs> have made such a such, such a, a
0: comeback that's the reason for that, that was, so Here's right. that's
4: one of the worst because of the history no it is yeah. the
5: well like it's not just that the only reason why it came back is economic Like yeah it's cost for, effective
0: right
1: And okay. and you can turn it around in, in, in like, super, like like a, it takes you know it takes a month you know it takes a couple of weeks or three weeks to get CDs yep. done well like
5: for any band for for any band making music even even vinyl it's like it's funny locally people go like oh you're gonna release sound on vinyl it's like do you have a couple thousand dollars to just like for me to just do that because like we were talking
0: about the five and dime record earlier and as much as as much as like you know we're there talking about it last week it's a great record we love we went and like supported the artists when they're playing there Block, all these different spots but it's hard because it's about 30 bucks and you yep. know you want to be able to support it but yep. it's like it's hard and i don't know how they're able to well, put that investment in first and the, get such a
5: yeah the the, the harsh reality of <laughs> like records are cheap to produce when you get into large quantities yeah but so, not in small because if you get the, no matter how many if i want to print 50 or a thousand to get your acetate cut and the plates made so that's about a thousand dollars give or take uh, that doesn't matter how many you print. So you have a yeah. fixed fee of a thousand dollars and then there's actually duplicating and getting jackets made and, and, and right. this and that. So if you're if you're not getting into uh, making thousands of copies or even a couple hundred, then yeah, I think I think Jody did like two hundred. Yeah. And like right. so that's getting close to like I you know. It's that's not a lot. So your yeah. your your margins are really, really
4: tight. Well he said yeah. even what he's selling it for, it's barely break even. He's yeah not exactly. making, no I mean, you know he's not making money he's doing it m- for the love of the music yeah. and, and you know and really the I mean vinyl uh, you know
1: vinyl new vinyl releases now are really I mean it's it's not dissimilar from uh, you know concert tours where people used to do programs up I mean it's just simply a memento of the event some people buy t-shirts some people buy uh, you know, buy you know, and some people buy records because that's their kind of that's the way they like to get it, but you know when you buy a t-shirt now or a poster, you get the download the downloads are out there for free you know it's it really is just about uh delivering kind of like a like a memento, so like the five and dime, people want to feel like they're part of the five and dime yeah. you, little you little me play a show and someone really likes the show and they buy the record there's a there, there's a connection and it's an option uh so it's kind of like a like it doesn't make strictly speaking financial sense but it is yeah. but it's still a big part of, like it's still something that's really cool and it's something that has a that has a value to it for sure
0: mm. yeah no it's I think it's really yeah. cool that they uh that they did that I didn't the thing is I didn't even hear about it until it was literally done yeah, yeah, cool. so that yeah, was right, really was neat I really liked that and then it came out like we when we did volume 10 last week which was awesome it was really good
4: and it's a really good record. It's a yeah, it oh, great I sound. The sound is great.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, and that's a, Tim who did the sound. What's Tim's last name? Tim Davis. Tim, Tim Davison, you know, is an, an experienced audio technician. And that is a beautiful little room. That's a great, yeah. I mean, that is like a perfect, you know, it's like if, if you're not, you know, it's just a very nice sounding room with wood and uneven surfaces and a bunch of bodies in there and a decent microphone. And it's yeah. going to be like, you know, it, it sounds perfect. It's cool.
3: Yeah.
0: You said earlier that you had a fun concert experience to share, right? Because uh, yeah. now I'm curious. Yeah, I've been thinking about it. Okay, it so
1: you in? guys had mentioned the Who. So I lived in Calgary, and uh, uh, I lived in Calgary in the late '70s and in, in, in the and early eight in the early '80s, I guess. So my friend and I decided we wanted to go see the Who in Seattle. And they had The Clash opening up for them. The Clash were doing uh, Combat Rock, uh, which I didn't like. So I didn't go see them play at the Calgary Saddle Dome because I, like I was being like a jerk. It was like, oh, The Clash has sold out. I'm not going to go see them now.
3: So anyway, so The
1: Clash were opening up uh, for The Who. And this was the first. This wasn't totally The Who. Keith Moon had just died. So it was the first tour with Kenny Jones. Uh, And I believe it was their first last tour. They've done 12 since then, but this was their first last tour. I think it was like 81 or something like that. So my buddy Mike and I were going to go to the concert. So we charter a DC-3. We uh, find 27 other idiots or however many people were in that, that, however many people were in a DC-3. And we buy a bunch of tickets. And we arranged to charter this plane and we go to the airport and we get on the plane and we're flying to Seattle from Calgary to Seattle in the, in ancient DC3. <laughs> <What>?
0: um,
1: so <laughs> wow. you know uh, obviously pre, you know pre-9/11, so much more relaxed. the border was not kind of like this kind of this funny thing. And we get on the plane and everybody's brought weed on the airplane. We've got booze. so we, that's amazing. Yeah, it was it was <laughs> ridiculous. Crazy. So we're just like drinking like
0: so crazy, so plain. And, sounds
1: we're, like <laughs> and we're smoking dope on the airplane. The logic, the logic, the logic—if you can call it that—the logic was that we would leave the marijuana on the plane. <laughs> that way, they wouldn't—they wouldn't—they would know, right? I mean, they can't tell who's because there wasn't assigned seating. It's like we'll just leave the marijuana on the plane and we'll be there for the f- flight home. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Cause we're just going down. We're going to see the concert, and we're coming back that night. So we land.
0: Sounds like a bulb imagine. Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> so we land, and they don't even let us near the like the the place where you get to go through. They just park us in the middle of the tarmac, and two cust- two customs guys come to the airplane. DC three is not very big, uh, and there's an in- there's a doorway at the back. And they just tell us to get off the airplane and these two US customs guys go on the airplane and they're on there for a while. So it's not, you know, there's no doubt that, yeah, anyway, so we're just like, there's 27 of us standing there and we're like, we think they're going to tell us to get back on the airplane and get the hell back to Canada because they don't want our type down here in the United States of America. So we're there, and we're, like, defeated, we're, we're, you know, the plane's got marijuana on it. There's just, just nothing. There's nothing. So, okay, so the two guys come to the back door of the airplane. So there's, like, a little, the little back door, and there's two guys standing there, two, two customs guys, and they're just shaking their heads. And one of them goes, said, you know, we found something in this airplane that you can't bring into the United States of America. And everybody's like this. And he goes... You can't bring citrus fruit in. <laughs> and they cleaned the plane entirely, took all of the marijuana, let us through customs. They searched us like crazy, and then they just sent us on our way. But it was like I just think of those two guys walking up the aisle of the right. uh, of the of the plane, going, "Watch this! These guys are gonna shit themselves."
2: <laughs>
1: yes. And uh, so anyway, so but what precipitated that was so we got down there. Clash were unbelievable, it was unbelievable, I loved The Clash, the only band I loved more was The Who, and I was really worried, I didn't understand how The Who could be better, I didn't think they could be any good after seeing The Clash, and they came out and they opened up with I Can't Explain, and when they hit that first, that, that, out, I screamed, like a schoolgirl. <laughs> it just happened. Like you, you don't year know. I actually, like hate seeing the backstreet. Like just just, you don't know. know. Just, it just happened. I was just screaming, and it was like it was like oh, they can't be as good as the Clash. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> it happened. <And> it <laughs> <happens. And>
4: it <laughs> hit me. Yeah. Yeah. So you're just like ooh ah! la! <laughs> yeah, like, yeah no.
1: So that was a great, and we survived. I mean, we got home, and you know. we scored weed in some crazy reserve like we got into a, into a cab like we <laughs> oh let, they took all our weed so we got into a cab and then i remember there was l- like literally a 300 pound cab driver and we were like hey we're here for the who concert we don't have any weed and he drove us to the reserve outside of <laughs> it's seattle scary. He he knows what he a oh, yeah. oh it was terrifying and we bought weed and we we're like we're gonna die and anyways yeah. we just had this crazy amazing like <laughs> experience amazing. and you know, pre back in when border crossings weren't like this horrifying thing. Yeah. You know, like you could just more or less you know, we weren't trying to hurt anybody, we were just a bunch of dummies. Anyways, that's my that's my concert story. That's that's awesome. I epic.
0: I don't know anyone that could probably Who can top that. That sounds like, like yeah. a nineteen seventies documentary.
3: Yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> was a great story.
1: I don't I kinda don't remember. I think maybe it cost us I think it was maybe like 500 bucks each. Uh, of course the, it is. For the ticket, like 500 dollars Canadian, like 19, you know, to, for to charter the plane yeah. and to buy the tickets. And and I think it was like 500, 600 bucks.
0: Just rent a plane?
1: Yeah,
3: yeah. Like, can we rent a <laughs> plane? That's crazy. Okay. All right. My Strange God. groups, it's on the, the roll. <laughs> We're in the, the uh, air tonight. Record nights oh, in a oh, jet. Yeah. We're in the air tonight. Well, I figure if you could split it about. Split it amongst
0: a bunch of people, it wouldn't be that expensive. That's pretty baller. Yeah. yeah. I only play In the Air Tonight by Phil Collins, though. <laughs> <laughs> the entire flight. Just looped. Yeah. We're going to have weed on the plane, though. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <Yeah. laughs> More like edibles. Okay. Edibles would probably be a little a easier. Easier. Yeah. easier to consume. It's a little less gross to chew. <laughs> <laughs> But no, that was that was crazy. So
1: Paige, what what got you into music? Like, what was your what was your gateway into in, into listening? To this?
3: I'm not sure. I I watched music, you know, on MTV or yeah. Much Music, that kind of thing. Uh, I just I listened to I well the first album that I ever bought. I think I was 12. Uh, I was on a band trip in another city, and I went to I went to uh, HMV and I bought Panic at the Disco, their first album, and uh, I loved it. It was the best. Do
0: uh, you still listen to it?
3: I, I actually do. It's like it's kind of a guilty pleasure now. Like A lot of music from that like time good. is a guilty
0: pleasure. I'm sure you no. about 700 guilty pleasures a day. <laughs> it's not
4: a guilty pleasure.
1: It's just like like all of my legs. I I think though that that music you have that relationship with when you're like 12, like when you're first discovering something that you're you're passionate about, you're actually it's an interesting because you're not actually that influenced by the things that influence adults in their choices of music. You just sort of like like often it's like you buy a record because you like the cover and it doesn't matter what the damn record is you're gonna love it. Yeah. And you get into it and you really kind of like, I mean, you just sort of like, you're so determined to love this because you've, you've been the one, you know, like, I bought this yeah. record, you know.
3: Exactly. Well, and I grew up in the internet era yeah. age too. So I was like talking to people online and, you know, I thought, oh, these people are so cool. They listen to this and that. Maybe I'll listen to it and see if I like it. You know, yeah, no. Like, people
0: are like, I'm, I do that all the time. I see what everybody's listening yeah, to on Spotify. Yeah. I'm like, oh, what's this person I follow listening to? You? And I find a bunch yeah. of music <laughs> that. Man, way. if people like creep my Spotify. I do all the time. That's how. <laughs> yeah, random. Strange moves volume one, two. Yeah. So, like we have great playlists. playlists. Yeah, I have like yeah. some random nineties playlists too. Yeah, right like there. if you go on to Spotify and you type in Kate, you'll see all everything I listen to. It's terrifying. Don't judge me. <laughs> 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 you
4: know, a, a guilty pleasure for me is kind of anybody that knows me, I guess knows there's certain artists that I love, and you probably see me post stuff sometimes of this. And I, I, it was at a young age too. My sisters bought my mom a record in 1974, the greatest hits of this guy, and something about it would, uh, resonated with me. But it, it, here I'm listening to Grand Funk and Kiss and April Wine, Canadian one, Peters. And something about this guy, I was like, mm, kind of like that. And I secretly started liking him. I started buying some records, <laughs> but I would hide them behind all my rock <laughs> records. <laughs> and it was Neil Diamond. And yes. I became a gigantic... Some, some, yes, you've got him down here. So yeah. <laughs> see, <laughs> see, most people think of that one big one, you know, but, it, but and he wrote a lot of songs for a lot of people. Like, he wrote monkey songs, For the Monkeys, okay. I'm a Believer. You know, he was a big writer. He was in uh, the, 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 the Brill Building in New York, yeah. writing a bunch of stuff with, uh, 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 what's the name of the two artists that... And they a uh, uh, co-write... or... Uh, no, Greenwich. Barry... Uh, geez, I can't think of the name. So this guy worked with uh, Andy Kim, too, and helped him write uh, Rock Me Gently. Um, anyway, but Neil Diamond is funny. I was hiding, so it was for quite a few years I would hide my... My, um, you know, liking <laughs> Neil Diamond. And uh, so years later, I, I came out. I called sure. him, And I said, I fucking love Neil Diamond. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and then I would stare at his back, because me, he was such a cool looking guy, too. He had this long hair yeah, yeah. and the hairy chest out of his long beard <laughs> shirt hanging out. But, yeah, he was cool as hell. And, uh, and then, so I've seen him now probably 10 times. You know, over the years. Uh, awesome. Great show. And it was, oh, shows were incredible. Yeah. I love awesome. to see him. Yeah. Uh, the and the and he gets made fun of, you know, his frilly shirts and his concerts and everything like that. They, they call him, I don't know, the the, the, the Jewish Elvis. Yeah. Uh, but just, I mean, he's he's written a lot of great music, and people think of some of his, you know, his poppy kind of stuff. But he's written a lot of great deep right. stuff that are not that weren't radio kind of songs, but.
1: But that, that was kind
4: of my guilty pleasure. Neil I Diamond. was
1: gonna—I was as you as you were telling the story. I was going to say that mine was was Neil a Neil Diamond hot August night.
4: Oh, that's the best that, one. Yeah.
1: double record, that yeah. double live record back yeah. in the world. I mean, back 1972
4: you, at the Greek Theater. Double
1: live records. That was like that was a thing. Everybody yeah. put out a double. If you weren't you weren't nothing unless you put out a double live record. <laughs> Stupid. Like Peter Peter Frampton was the one who. Once Peter Frampton put out a yeah. double Perhaps live record, <laughs> everybody <laughs> put out double live records. But yeah. that one was amazing. Hot yeah. Irons Night. Yeah. Crazy psychedelic productions and yeah. great songs. The,
4: and the cover of that, people kind of t- trying to interpret like, what's he doing? Yeah. You know, I don't. You know, if he's standing. Yeah. He's kind of standing like 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 this. Yeah. He looks like Jim Morrison. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, what is he? What's he doing? Yeah. He does look like Jim Morrison. I don't know
0: what he's doing. Yeah. yeah. He's just when was the last time you saw him?
4: Uh, two, years ago. two years ago, yeah, Where? in Toronto, yeah. And so right now he's he's, he's on his fiftieth anniversary tour. Right. So I've watched a few online too. They record his wife actually records on what's the name of that app? Uh, Fairfield. That's it. Yeah, she records every concert. So I watched I watched quite a few of them over the last. I few months. So Concours a bit of a diamond, so Irving. Bit of a diamond. All my oh so diamond head <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> I've got yeah. every record. He's got he's got, so got the bombs. <laughs>
0: Yeah.
4: So good. So at five and nine now. i always play at the end of the night a couple of songs of Neil Diamond. Everybody last weekend we played Sweet Caroline and there's a big sing along of you know. Right. So everyone so,
0: sings
1: along. Oh yeah, yeah. We had a great See, night. See as, as, as a, a I'm I'm a, yeah. yeah. I Boston Red Sox are all the team, seventh inning are a team that I do not like at all in baseball and I like baseball quite a bit. And they adopted Sweet Caroline. Yep, Sweet weekend, Caroline, yeah. And it's yeah, it's, it's a problem. Well here, oh, okay, <laughs> but here's 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 another
4: last I guess uh, I named my daughter Caroline. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that's, yeah, then you totally have absolute cred to. <laughs> <do that>. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely.
4: But it's funny when I run into friends over the years, like from college and even even high school that I haven't seen in years. I, I, you know what I remember about you? You love Neil Dunn.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: like, thanks. Just yeah. <laughs> worst things you could be remembered. Oh, for, for. sure, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah.
1: Totally.
2: Do you guys ever remember uh, like growing up and listening to the big shiny tunes that we come, it? Oh yeah, out? like oh, I, still oh, I, still two two I still do. I still yeah. do. Yeah. Big shiny <laughs> tunes seven, eight. Like,
4: yeah. Oh my god, Oh they were so great. Good. Oh so good. Yeah. Yeah, much music.
1: Yes, yeah. much music, yeah.
4: Back when oh, back when much nice. music
1: produ- promoted music and videos. Yes. Right, yeah. That's like happened.
2: I remember much show. like a. they that, had the countdown it on one. Yeah, like yeah. Much yeah, mega big, hits. Yeah, yeah, the mega hits, and you'd be like, "Oh my God, like what's number I'm, one?" Erica, M, one of the first. Like, yeah. yeah, Erica M." <laughs> uh,
1: you know, a, a lot of the sort of the whole impotence of the East Coast music scene and Sloan and all that stuff. The wedge. I mean, the wedge, and the wedge. The
4: wedge. At the, sock, guy that like Pop-up the wedge. The wedge. The wedge. The The
0: like. Pop up video taught me a lot. Formage. formage. Know, know, ed. Was was like the ed 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 sock. from Ed the And then yeah.
4: Nardwar. So so and Nardwar. Yeah. Nardwar. he's still amazing. He's still amazing. He's so amazing. I irritating baloop the de doop the doop. In or what I think it was
1: 92, it was like 92 or 93. I was with Sloan, drove across the country, their very first tour, they played for... And it, no, oh actually, yeah, oh god. Yeah, so he was, he did an interview with Sloan, and it was really weird, like these guys were, everybody just off the turnip truck, like just fell off, you know, hasty, no idea what was going on, and Nardwar... Like kind of ambushed the band <laughs> and was asking, you know, like asking these really because the rumors were they were going to sign with Geffen and it was all this stuff. And I, I walked out on in the interview. I couldn't stand it. It made me so mad because yeah. I thought he was making fun of the guys. Like we had no context whatsoever, and I just thought he was mocking them. I found it,
4: most of his interviews. I felt that way about him. And yeah. I found most people when he when he tried to end that thing, doo 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 doo, and yeah. people would look at him. I'm I'm not doing that. But he, most times he got that response. But the thing was, is he actually, like,
1: it's, it, it, he actually researched, like, he actually does the most incredible research on this stuff. Yeah, and it was yeah. like, and we completely, like, we just kind of were too defensive. He was just being, you know, and he was asking interesting questions. But I remember walking out and just, like, going, oh my God, this person is absolutely insane. Well, he, he is.
5: Yeah, he is. Yeah. But, uh, no, it's like, interviews are the most interesting yeah. interviews ever. I find the,
2: after he's gotten noticed, like, in the beginning, I'm sure he's gotten, like, really bad responses. Like, dude, like, what do you mean? Yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. what's up? <laughs> but, like, <laughs> what's later <that>? on do- <laughs> like, later on down the road, after he became really well-known, well, everyone's like, I yeah. want to get interviewed his, by War. His, like, his,
5: his post-much music interviews are a lot
2: better. Right.
5: Because, yeah. like, much music would, like, it's, like, cut it and make sure it's, like, a five-minute okay. segment. Where, like, one of my favorite ones is, like, Questlove. It's like a 40-minute uh, video. Cool.
1: <laughs> we, went to, we went back out west with a, another band that I worked with, and uh, they, they were, Nardwar wanted to talk to them. And I remember being really terrified that it was going to be awful. And it was, this, uh, and it was Eric's trip. Oh. And, oh. and Mark Gadet and Nardwar, shockingly became the best friends in the entire world obviously. like they, they yes, exactly, <laughs> obviously so i went into this thing thinking it was going to be the worst experience ever and just watched these two just like you two are just anyway they amazing. both
5: listen to their 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 records uh, alphabetically throughout the year
1: alphabetically, <laughs> alphabetically and chronologically as well uh, mark listens to his music so he buys, he's constantly buying music, but he, if he's, if he buys a band whose name starts with L and he's already at M, he has to wait till the cycle goes around before he can listen to it. Yeah. So like, like he, he has this, like, as this, this, this really pattern. And I, I mean, I remember like one of their records, like three years after the record came out, he was sort of casually was like, Hey, you know that last record we did? That was really good. I liked it. He had never listened to it. But he had never listened to his own record because it was not in cycle. And and yeah, it was. That's strange. Yeah, very. But it, you know, he's a very sort of a very organized. You know, it's like the joke about how do you organize your records? I mean, is his 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 record collection and his relation to music is a way that he handles, uh, you know, a personality. You know like he's on the spectrum right and that's mm. how he handles it is by putting it all in a very sort of sort of scheduled sort of way
3: yeah.
1: and and that allows him to that like that's his structure to the real world is the way he listens to music and how he sorry yeah. Mark if you hear this
4: <laughs> I, I think in the early days I think artists found him like what, what, what the hell he like because his, his approach was a bit strange and his yeah, you know, in his appearance too, you know, dressed kind yeah. of strange, and yeah, and that thing, and it you was know, in dude, that hat. Yeah, that yeah. Was the, yeah hat. it was the hat, like that with a little. Uh, uh, it was like the beret. It was yeah, like, kind uh, of like that, the plaid beret, it had, but it yeah. had a had a had, like had a, a, little, palm. a little palm, palm. on it, oh, Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But it's he like I mean, he, was, he
1: was also in a pretty cool band from Vancouver called the Evaporators. Oh really? They were like a rad sort of like psych surf punk band. They're really good. Yeah, they're great, and and he was a and he's like. He was, he's a you know, great live person, like a great, great show. Like, the evaporators are amazing. And he's also the hairiest human being in the world. <laughs> like, it's unbelievable. You've never seen anybody sweat so much. It's really one of the more disturbing things you'll, you'll, you'll <laughs> ever see. <laughs> That's hilarious. I think I got a phone
5: call from him at one point <laughs> Backstreet. Yeah. And it wasn't like, he didn't say Nardware at any point. He was just like asking me some random question as I assume. I think it was from the radio station because he still works at yeah, the radio station. Yeah, right? thirty years
1: of doing doing a show yeah. at CITR.
5: Yeah, so it's like I think he asked me. I don't know. I even know what it was at this yeah. point because after the phone call, all I could think was, "Was that an argument?" <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: like, I sense the new contact on his show <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, oh he imagine. he'd love to.
1: Uh, he's yeah he's funny, funny, That's funny dude.
0: That's her mission in the new year. We have to You just have to find, find, find his show. ties
5: to St. John. I'm sure there's a couple.
0: Someone must be friends with the Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Someone We're putting the word out if yeah. yeah. you hear this and you know him. Yeah. Hot, Hot tips. Too. <laughs> Hot tips. Probably, <laughs> probably you,
1: you, you could reach him through CITR.
0: I'm on it. I'm and, and also, addicted. I mean, like,
1: I think he does all of the, like, he does all of the, you know, Instagram. and. and, and yeah, all he's of, probably on social yeah. media. He's, he's definitely social media. I'll go yeah. deep diving later.
0: <laughs> 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 A real deep dive. But yeah. Well, thanks everybody for joining us tonight. I'm going to dive into these chips <laughs> a little bit more and into the finding Narragwa. But we're going to have more of these coming up. Because this, this is the whole idea against the whole group. Can of course, you can, yeah, you, can you can come anytime. Yeah. You can come anytime. We're with you next week. Or you a, little me, yeah? Sure. That's sure. Our, is that our next Wednesday podcast? We're at your like, practice or something. We're doing something. I don't know what we're doing, but. Whatever. I'll i figure out something cool. Twelve, something. The Christmas episode. And you guys have a show coming up too on the 26th yeah. at Peppers. You can get tickets at Backstreet right now. Cheaper than at the door? Yes. How much oh, like, cheaper? $4. That's Holy a th- huge fuck. amount. So. Man, Grab that's tickets. like a junior chicken and like, <laughs> like a like, no-name pop. <laughs> 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 Honestly, that's like a show and supper for a night. That's like really good. <laughs> it's really good if you that buy really, now
1: that really kind of puts the whole thing into perspective, perspective. that's amazing yeah. i appreciate that
0: well two if you just bring an extra quarter uh,
4: hey, for, the next, for the next trivia night of five and dime two i'll we'll have to pose but i'll get it uh, pose a question yeah back to my guilty pleasure what's neil diamond's real name
0: <laughs> i don't know maybe
4: Neil Diamond because oh. <laughs> <laughs> most people wouldn't think it was a real name but it is actually Yeah. It is. Yes. A what a name. beautiful name yeah. it is a
0: beautiful mm-hmm. name yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know I don't know awesome yeah. cool thanks thanks again guys thank Till next you, time thank you guys it was a lot of fun thank you catch you guys next week